All right. Welcome. My name is Dominic Gravari, and this is my co-host, Jolene Eddy. Hi. And we got a special guest today with us, Bob. What's up? And this is the SWB Podcast. We are on week nine. We're going to have our first owner to miss the playoffs this year. So we might have a couple different questions for him. But we'll start off with, we'll start off with our normal questions and then uh, you know we'll get to the, the hard hitting questions here for Bob. Uh so Bob, can you tell us what's your uh, greatest memory of the league? Greatest memory I would have to say would be the drafts. Yeah. Uh, just be the drafts. Um Kiefer showing up to B-dubs barely alive somehow pulling everything off. And then obviously last year, Chase cheating death um, and somehow managing to still get his whole team drafted. So, um, and just, taking last place. Well, someone has to fill, fill the spot in the league. Right. So it's much appreciated. But yeah, just the drafts, uh, those are the best. Yeah, the, uh, the Harry Buff has been a pretty popular answer. For uh, most of them so far. Oh, yeah, B-Dubs, not Harry Buff. Yeah, yeah, come on, Dom. Sorry. Were you nervous? you never done this before? I just don't know where to look. I look at myself to look at you. I look at Bob. I feel like I'm always staring down because Bob's there on the bottom of my screen. Is it my headphones? Do you like them? It's, it's not. The headphones, are they're, they're working for you. <laughs> I can't move too much because then it throws my stadium view back. <laughs> So uh, uh, yeah, let's move on. Let's let's move on the two. Obviously, we're going to alternate here, Bob. Um, this has been a popular question, and I don't know if you've had an opportunity to listen to some of the podcasts, but uh, now's your chance to kind of rebuttal to the guys that answered. One of them is actually the host here to throw you out of the league. So, with that being said, oh, uh, did you go ahead, Bob? I mean, I'm at the, I'm not at the liberty to say who said who. I mean, you okay. you want to go back and listen to the podcast? We've got. I think we're at four votes to kick Kiefer out. We're at two or three to kick you out and one for ammo. Okay. Just remember, nobody's actually getting kicked out. It was just, these are hypotheticals. Are they? You've been tallying and keeping track of it, and then you're putting a presentation together. Just so nobody feels bad, because then Kiefer wouldn't give us an answer because he didn't want to hurt someone's feeling. I'm like, everybody else is giving us answers, and most of them watch you out, Mike, so just say a name. So, Bob. Kiefer's the easy because he is the most competitive, but it's not a bad thing. Um, I think Dom. I think Dom would probably be a popular answer uh, because of all of the shit talking. But uh, that's what I think a lot of people look forward to. I mean, I like to keep it spicy. So who are you going with, Bob? Who are you throwing out of the league? If you... Ammo seems to just get angry. Everyone else kind of laughs, but Ammo seems like he legitimately gets mad. Takes it personal a little bit. Mm-hmm. It seems like sometimes. I could see that. Get thrown out of the league. I guess I would go Kiefer just because of the. Uh, um, there you go. We got majority by Kiefer. The the argumentative nature, um, but I love him. I think he would if 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 you had a gun in my head and, and you, I had to pick one, it would be it'd be Mike. Sorry, Mike. Love you. So is that five for Mike? Yeah, Mike's getting used to it. One more, and that's majority, right? Is that no, how that works? No, all of a sudden they want unanimous decisions. 
Yeah, that's the new thing. <laughs> uh, so here you go, Bob. Us being, are we the only three married right now? Right? Got a couple are engaged. We? A couple more engaged. Nobody else married. We're the only married ones. Right. Uh, right. So this is a question. It goes ahead. Has a spouse or significant other ever had any effect or influence on your team's performance? Yeah, when I when I saw that question, I don't I don't quite know what you, what you mean by that. Um, I mean, it it could be good or bad. You know, is Kath over there helping you? Is she checking your lineup? Is she going, Bob? How do you not see this guy sitting on the waiver wire? Or uh, is there? Or is she like, Bob, quit playing with your phone, but you're like, come on, it's 12.50. I got to set my lineup. And she's like, get off the phone. We got things to do. We're going apple picking. Screw your Um, lineup. I think the uh, cat's extent of – and we're in a a family league together, and she drives her teams based on the most ghetto names she could find. So uh, she has fun with it. But as far as uh, her her helping me, uh, no, she's usually asking – me who I know and you guys know I don't follow it nearly like you guys do so um, uh, the only time it's ever affected us is when we're traveling and Dom crucified me one time because we were on the west coast and there was like a game in London which west coast time means it started at like 4am and I left the tight end on the bench or something and Dom I don't know acted I, mean, like I was trying to murder his firstborn son or something I mean I was probably just trying to help <laughs> I mean, I'm always no, trying. You're always, you're always, always the first to, to let me know. Ab- I'm trying to get a hold of people. I don't want to be that guy. Be like, unless <laughs> unless you're playing Dom, he's not going to say anything. Yeah. Well, no, he. I, I I think I was playing Dom, and he texted me like one minute after kickoff, like, "Hey, asshole." Yep, that sounds I right. Try to fill a roster, which fair enough. You know, it's your it's your prerogative. I mean, I didn't want to Fair. win that way. They're going to tell me I'm just stealing wins from people. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. And are you? Uh, most of my wins have come from Bob and Chase. I've run the numbers. I'm nine and one against Chase and eight and three against Bob. That's just. What are our What are our points all time? And I'm, I'm asking. I don't know. Uh, Joe has those. I think he's got you at. Oh, I think your points against or points for. Points four. Is he at the like bottom? My points four compared to Dom's points four. I'll pull it up for you. He could get it. I'll, I'll ask, get it for I'll the, ask the next question while you while you look it up. I don't mean to put you on the spot. No, you're fine. I, this, this, oh, I've got them readily available. This this next question will kind of go into what we were talking about. So, uh, so no, knowing your record against me, uh, who would you consider to be one of your toughest opponents and who would you consider to be one of your uh, – not your weakest, but the guy you want to see twice. So when Joe's setting that lineup and you know you're going to have to play somebody twice, who do you not want to see and who do you want to see? Like, I don't want to see – well, Dom, I know I know you've beaten me a lot. I know that you always let me know. So thank you. Um, Kiefer just always has a trade going on and he knows, you know, he signs up for all the – podcasts and videos and all gets all the information so I always feel like he's among the most prepared um overwhelming I don't know if it's overwhelming it's just um I know he's never uh, not setting a lineup right, right. So, like 
I, I know that like Dean and Dave have gotten better, but for a while there, when they were like doing all their super crazy hunting trips, they would be able to set their lineup. So sometimes you, sometimes you get a, a less prepared opponent during those weeks. Got it, Dean and Dave there. Oh, not, with with Ross. Certainly not 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 meant to be a shot because um, I've, I've probably done it more than any of them. But uh, we'll, have to, we'll check the records on that too. Joe keeps track of everything. <laughs> so do you do you I, want the points for really quick? Sure. All right, Dominic Rabari has ten thousand, roughly three hundred. So he's at ten thousand three hundred, and Bobby sits at. 10,056. So there's a couple hundred in disparity All there. Right. All right. All right, Tom. Fair enough. All right. Yeah, I, I, I don't enjoy playing you because it, it always seems like you end up beating me and uh, you always talk a lot of shit. So I'm just trying, like I said, I'm just, I want to bring the excitement. When I, do, when I do have my opponents that don't want to talk and they don't, I mean, Chase won't say anything. Like, I can't even like bait him into saying something because he believes in jinx. So like if he was up by like sixty on Sunday night, he won't. He still won't respond to me because he won't even say. He'll anything. just sit there and then he'll watch Monday night and he'll be like, "Oh God!" I'm like, "Chase, you're talking all that shit," and then he would just stop. Ammo and I is is aggressive. I think ammo can be to others for whatever reason. He's always like, "Bob, I can't be mean to you," and we always just end up talking all about fantasy football, but just whoever the Browns lost to and why and all that stuff. What are you doing there, Dom? I I get a little background there. I see you moving or something. Background check. I feel like a corner shining over here. Is there an earthquake on? Yeah, Yeah. the bar is falling over. All the TVs. (laughs) So, Bob, who's who's your, uh, I guess, who do you look forward to playing? If Kiefer's your toughest. I look forward to playing Dom. <laughs> well, I, and I just said I look forward to playing Ammo because it, I, I feel like as aggressive as he can be to others, uh, me and him always have good banter back and forth. Um, I don't really give you enough shit back, Dom, so maybe that's what I'll put on my list of, of things to do this year. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, well, I know it's all it's all in good fun. It's all part of the game. Because that's what I'm looking for. I mean, I'm you know, what good's winning if no one's talking to me? So, Dom, do you want to? This is your favorite question. Do you want to ask it? Or do you want me to ask it? No, you can, you can take it. I want to ask three questions in a row. Well, we usually hit on something about this before we actually get to the question, and we already actually have. Uh, this is the Chase McCune question. God forbid, Bob, you can't be at the draft next year and uh, you have an emergency or in a crisis where you can't draft your team. Yep. Who do you have in place to draft your team next year for you? Um, that's a great question. I would like to say Kat would do it, but chances are if it was an emergency, she would be more concerned about me than, you know, if I should thank Christian McCaffrey for the third straight year. Uh, <laughs> so the, the honest answer is I don't have anyone in place right now. Uh, I would probably call I mean, Roger, my brother-in-law, is really into fantasy football. He's one of the most knowledgeable people, like, outside of our league that I would call. That's probably what I would say. Because I, I can't ask any of you to do it because you have – Yeah, that's that's against the rules. Yeah, because you have skin in the game. So probably my, my, my brother-in-law, Roger, because he's in 
couple different leagues, and he's always reading about it and stuff. And is he familiar with an auction draft? You think? Because I don't think Anthony was this year. <laughs> yeah, no idea. <laughs> I don't. I, I doubt he is. Uh, you might want to catch him up to speed on that. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, I, you know, I, don't, I don't see myself having to miss. All right. Um, so we had our spring meeting here the other day, and we yeah, talked. Sorry, about, I missed it, by the way. Sorry, some people got work, and uh, sorry, Amo had to call you. He was making a stink about the uh, the expansion. He just, I'm, I'm interested to hear the the background of it. Right, he he really put you on the spot because, you know, with, without the power of the PowerPoint, which we've all seen Kiefer persuade the change of the league with his PowerPoint, and Joe spent some good time putting his PowerPoint, and he flipped three more owners with just his PowerPoint. So, ammo calling you and putting you on the spot like that, you know, totally unacceptable. Joe, Joe you made the PowerPoint? Yeah, I spent uh... – not much time putting it together, but I did put a PowerPoint together for there's a few outsiders that they're constantly knocking at the gates of the SWB Fantasy Football League. And uh, I figured, hey, why not? So there are some benefits, I think. Uh, I did read through it, but it was unfortunately it was after my vote had been put in. All right. Sorry. Apparently, um, there's some more discussions about it today in their uh, Snapchat yeah, group, possibly a dynasty now. Isn't they're, they're trying to Trojan horse the expansion into other things that they want. But uh, anyway, so you you saw the list. We went over it. You know, you don't have any objections to adding the tight end to the flex position. No. Uh, no, raising the buy in to two hundred, I think, was the winning vote. Was uh, that finalized? It was yeah, majority. Was yeah, yeah, it was like eight. Eight to two, two other guys voted for something. I mean, else. it sucks for me. It's just me giving away, giving more money to you guys. But I don't care. It's fine. I mean, Bobby, you were you were in the finals a couple years ago. I was. Yeah. Second highest points last year. Just missed the point. Rob, Rob, Rob beat me, I think. That, went, that 2016, yeah, it was Rob. Um, we are also looking at changes to the way we do our waiver wire system. We do a free agency budget. So much like the auction draft, uh, you know, you're going to have a set amount of money for the, for the full year. And, you know, when those waivers go through, it's going to be kind of like a Chinese silent auction on – Monday night where, you know, you and I both want a guy. I'm going to bid $10. You don't get to know what I bid. So it's what she's worth to you. you either one up me or overpay. You might put 15 when you could have got him for 11 or you put nine and I win him with 10. So it's kind of like, how much do you value the guy at that point? Instead of, uh, you know, the people who are just sitting at the top waiting to strike. And then, you know, it eliminates those guys like Joe had four guys on IR last year and he was constantly going back to that waiver. So he could never get one of those top guys because he was always using his, his waiver wire and he was always at the back of the back of the line. So, uh, you know, that's something else that we've, I think, I don't know if it's been, I don't, yeah, it's been approved. Uh, you know, is that something you, so, strong so, everyone have questions would be about. Given, say, so everyone would be given, say, 100 bucks. Correct. Right. Free agency bucks or whatever. Right. Yep. Um, do you get to see what people offered if they missed out after? Yes, there is a way to see it. Not on the app, but I know I can. I know you can look up that information if you're on a, if you're on a desktop view. Yeah. 
Um, you'll see what everyone bid and who won the bid. Yeah. And you'll also, and also this is just for that. This is just for that Tuesday night bidding too. Like, you know, if, if Wednesday morning comes and you go to that thing, it's free again. It's all the normal pick them up as you please. But that, that initial waiver wire on the Tuesday night would be the only one that went to bid. Right. Yeah, but anything else, like, if you're picking up a kicker, you don't have to pay money for the kicker if you just wait till Wednesday. You pick up the kicker as normal. It sounds like it adds a, a, another strategy to it. Right, because much like the auction draft now, you know, you kind of, you know, what is your value to how you're building your team? We'll also do the waiver wires like that and uh, – you know, some people are pretty uh, pretty excited for that. And the yeah, last one, the last one we talked about three wide receivers, which is kind of on hold because we can't do three wide receivers. Uh, we would add a third starting wide receiver, and we'd eliminate a bench position. But again, this is all predicated on if we don't go to fourteen guys. Because if we go to fourteen guys, we can't can't add a bench spot, but or we can't add a starting roster spot, but we would we would still have to remove a bench spot, but we're getting IRs this year. So that was another chance. We'd have to remove a bench spot if we went to 14 guys. Yeah. Two, two bench spots is what two. we proposed. Oh yeah. So instead of everybody holding 16 guys, you'd only hold 14. You'd have 14 total. Okay. That would just kind of eliminate reasonable. people from holding on to six wide receivers that they're not even using, kind of spread it out. No one's going right. to hold on to two defenses anymore. Because half the defenses are going to be used every week. Yeah. So is the is the fourteen team expansion is that kind of dead now? I mean, is it? It's it's tied six six. I I, I know that, but is it bringing it up again, or is it like, hey, it didn't pass? So this so next year now is that the thing? So what we voted on for expansion yesterday was just to see if there was an interest, and being that there's six owners that are interested. We, uh, we've reached out to people that we thought were interested. Those guys that we thought were inter- interested were Sam Delbra, Zach Poucher, uh, Joe Burrill, Whitey was actually brought up, um, and Anthony Angelata. I reached out to all five of them yesterday. Um, with the exception of Zach Poucher, the other four were all very interested. So, uh, we do have a dilemma. One of the issues that was brought up with this, not, I think it was Ammo and Kiefer are for expansion. However, they're not for having to choose between four of our friends. So that's the problem they have. So right now we're kind of, we've got four guys that are interested to join us, but we don't have a solution on how to pick them. Like a Olympic decathlon. Right. Yeah, beer Olympics or something, there, or there were there were, there were some things thrown up. There'd, really be, there'd be a D League. <laughs> some people have talked about we'd uh, let them fight it out in like an eight man league, and we could take the top two. Or, or do you do like a, like a FanDuel? Like that's how FanDuel works. Uh, kind of. You can kind of do a FanDuel thing. Like I played FanDuel with like Sammy and Anthony and Impaletti and those guys, so. You know, I kind of gauge what their interest is because that's a whole other group of guys I got to jump on who don't set their lineups. So, you know, I can tell who ca- who cares enough to, like, be like, you know, I'm keeping up with it. 
not I'm starting Matt Stafford even though he's had a broken neck for three weeks kind of guys. <laughs> so who uh, so who who would you want in then, Tom? Well, first of all, did you vote for expansion or no? I voted for. For? Uh, I guess I didn't – I guess I said I wanted Sam and my other pick would have been Burrell. But, again, you know, I don't have anything against Whitey or Anthony. Again, we do a process, you know. I want people who want to be engaged in the league who are going to, you know, be excited, I guess. The uh, fresh blood, I guess, is what I want to say. Definitely add add a new element. Right, yeah, I think it'd be, you know, it'd be different for everybody. And one of Joe's other bigger points is, like you saw this year, when people get bunched up with the same scores or the same records, if for some reason we'll only take head-to-head if you've played an equal amount of games, and you'll see in Joe's PowerPoint, Nick actually was tied with me, Joe, and Nick. We all had the same record at 7-5. and five. Nick's head-to-head record was 1-3. and three. Me and Joe were both 2-1, and one, and – <clears throat> since Nick didn't have an equal amount of games played against us, like me and Joe did, uh, it automatically went to points. So even though Nick had a 25% win percentage and me and Joe both had, was it 67? 67% win percentage. Nick automatically got the five seed and me and Joe were pushed down to the bottom. And the same thing happened up top where the top four They're seeds all had, tie, the, yeah. they all had the same record. But since they all didn't play each other the exact amount of times, it just went by points where it kind of sucks where head-to-head doesn't matter at that point, even though, again, Nick Nick didn't beat Joe once all year. He split with me, and I beat Joe, and it just kind of spit it out with how many points who had and, you know. Yeah, it defeated the purpose of head-to-head, and it went just to points, which I'm a points guy, so I think Nick should have been up there, but – if we're, a, if we're a points league, then the head-to-head should be points, not overall record. So it just kind of – it's kind the, the system we have in place now is kind of wishy-washy, um, and it affected all 11 owners this year. The only owner it didn't affect was um, – it wasn't Bob. Who was it? There's one Bobby. owner. <clears throat> I think it was Robbie. Somebody. Maybe Rob. No, Rob was – One of the ones at the top. No, it was the middle guy. There was one person that didn't have the same record. So, anyways, we get with expansion. There'd be fourteen guys, thirteen weeks to play, and um, everybody would play each other once. It'd be a true head-to-head. So there would there would be no reason to go to points because everybody had an opportunity to play each other once in a perfect schedule. It'd be nice. It'd be nice to not play in one place. I think. Yeah. Well, they'll never. It's a very rare circumstance where if it's a three-way tie that those three owners will actually have played each other the same amount of times, it's almost impossible. Well, they, the they almost couldn't because, like I said, uh, Nick's two matches, Nick's two double-ups were me and Joe, which is why he had four, but mine was only against Nick and Joe's were only against me. So that was the only reason why we had three. We only had three games played total, and Nick had played me and Joe twice. So – Again, even though he had a if, – if he would have been 3-1 and one against us, I, God bless him, he deserved that fifth seed. But at the same time, 
he didn't beat me or Joe all year. So, you know, same record and it went to a different, a different tiebreaker. Um, for sake of time, you have anything to say about SEDs, PESs, software that some owners, some some owners may or may not be using to gain an edge? Uh, I I don't see how you could stop someone from doing it, and, and if everyone has the access to do it, it's not necessarily you know it's just. It's just extra research, right? I mean, that's the kind of the way I see it, using another, I don't know anything about them, so correct me if I'm wrong, but it's... Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's a, it's a game of chance here, fantasy football, so it's not like, some of the information is not really going to change one way or the other for some owners. Uh, you know, if Chase doesn't want to, you know, look something up, then, you know, that that's on him. As far as I'm concerned, uh, other guys don't understand that a lot of this stuff is the free, like the the uh, trade simulator. That stuff's free. I mean, you don't even have to pay for that. They'll they'll tell you if a trade's good or bad. You know, if you just put in your guys, it's just something that you just bring to the table. It's just try to let people know. I'm not, you know, some guys are shy and they think you're getting ripped off. And I'm like, well, here's what the experts say. It's you know, it's it's a fair trade either way. You know, just if you're interested, we can do it. But yeah, I mean, I don't see a problem with using that as a resource to try to try to find out more. Bob, have you ever used SEDs? No, I I, I think Dom when he was trying to rip me off on some crazy trade would send me some skewed version of something a couple never, of times. I've never ripped anybody off on a trade. No, I, no, no, I, no. I think you did send me like, hey, this is what. This is a good trade. You should do it. Um, <laughs> we got a gift. Oh, nice. All right. Well, let's uh, let's move on. Joe, let's hit some of these ones quicker. All we'll right. uh, skip I'll, over I'll the hit question. this one. Yeah. I'll hit this one quick. Let me hit it quick. You got to. You cannot ask Bobby this. Bob, there's four owners that don't have a championship ring yet. Obviously, we have two of them here on air live with us right now. God forbid something miraculous happens and one of you two or one of the other two that are on air wins one. Who's going to win it and why? And if you pick yourself, let's play it. Let's have a little fun with it. Pick somebody that other than yourself as well, if it wasn't you. I wasn't going to pick myself anyways. I'm <laughs> picking Dom. Dom's definitely going to be the last. There's no Dom. We can only hope because once Dom hope. gets one, the league's going to burn. We're I'm just gonna quit. We're good when Dom wins, I'll quit. Yeah, I'm good. I'm not quitting. So, like so who are you picking, Chris or Paul? I would say Ammo. Ammo would be next. Uh, he always seems to put a decent amount of time into it. He he knows his stuff. So I'll say Ammo. It's okay. it's it's pretty remarkable that no one has. It away. It's um that that's the real anomaly here. This pretty hard to do. I would imagine there aren't many other leagues that would say that. Yeah, eight years, eight different, eight, eight different champions. That is. The question should be who's going to be the first owner to win to. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Kiefer. I I feel like Kiefer's in the championship every year. Yeah, the Kiefer and uh, Robbie, I think, have the most championship. Yeah, Rob. Rob seems like he's always in there too. Um, yeah, but I'll I'll I feel good about saying Amel wouldn't be the next out of the four of us. Well, I'll remember that when I prove you wrong, Bob. You'll get a text. 
That's that's fair. You, you can, I'm sure you'll replay this and send it to me. <laughs> uh, speaking of owners getting rings, uh, with with three more of our league mates getting engaged this year. Yeah, uh, what a big year! That, it's a big year. That leaves uh, that leaves six. That leaves six other guys: uh, Dave, Dean, Chris, Rob, and Ross. Chase and Chase. Uh, without ring, without wedding rings. Uh, if something miraculous would happen, one of them get engaged. Who would you pick? Who's the next to get engaged, or who's the last to get engaged? Uh, Why don't you ask both? Yeah, who's go the next? Who's the last? Go next. Go next first, and then last. Uh, I would. I would assume Ammo would be next. <laughs> pressure on you. I hope Gabby doesn't hear it and get some ideas. I don't have any insider information if it's like happening tomorrow or something. So yeah, I, I'll say ammo of being next and last. Um, I, I think Ross has a hard time deciding. You know, he's got all these women coming at him all the time. I think for him to just pick one. So, so I'll say Ross would be the, the last. Even with Chase and his commitment problems? <laughs> Those are your words, not mine. Uh, and I, I know of, of no such thing. So. Okay. Well, you know, those those are, uh, those are all the questions we had. Uh, so, bonus question. Bob, you do understand you had the number one wide receiver and the number one running back. And you had the second most points, and you still failed to make the playoffs in a in a league that lets eight out of twelve make the playoffs. Do you have any, Do you have anything to say? Dom's, Dom's all about the face to face, but that's simply luck. I had the I, I, I had the most points against me or close to it. I'm not. I Joe, Joe look that up. Give me a second. Come on. <laughs> Uh, you know, that's what can I do about that besides trying to score? I, I know I was at least in the top half of scoring. So no, you were second. You were like a hundred points behind ammo. So I mean, what, what do you want me to say? I don't make the schedule, right? I mean, I'm just like you know. Speaking of anomalies, who who is the number one running back and the number one wide receiver by a long shot? I, I I spent a lot of my money. We're we're sticking with auction draft, right? Yes. It was pretty fun, and I know everyone thought I was crazy in the beginning, and I know I got lucky because I hit on both of my whatever I spent like sixty percent of my money in my first two picks or whatever. But and, ended up working and, out. And Kyler Murray, he hit on a lot of he hit some weeks, but I you know there's also he had some of those rookie games where he was like single yeah. digits. I think that's like a game he lost to me. Where you would have crushed me if Kyler Murray would have scored two more points, but he gave you like a nine-point game. Yeah, he was tough. Doesn't do. He was much tough good. to start. Yeah, he scored yeah you know, six or thirty. Not much. Pain, so yeah, like he he had a, he had like a like you said he was either putting up twenty-five plus or he was ten points. So the statistics from last season for all the the viewers and listeners out there, uh, three out of the top four owners that had the most points scored against them did not make the playoffs, and Bobby was one of them. Bobby was uh, ranked third highest points scored against him last year. However, curveball at you, the person that had the most points scored against him 
was the league runner-up Mike Kiefer. There you go. Winners adjust. Mike adjusted. I don't know how he does it. Could be the drugs. Could be the drugs. Got to play defense. I'll I'll hit him up and see where I can get some of my own. Fantasy pros. Fantasy pros. The fantasy footballers. The fantasy counselor. counselor. I mean, they're out there. They just, they're begging to give away information. But, uh, all right, guys. I think that's it. I think we're going to have to shut this down before it kicks us out anyways. Bob, thanks for coming on. It's a pleasure to Thank have you. Thank you, both. Thanks for uh, letting me use these pink headphones. You you are our first live Zoom interview. So if anything goes wrong, we really don't know what we're doing yet. All we know is we have sweet backgrounds now. Yeah. So, so we're going to stick with that. And uh, we got uh, Mr. LeSignal on next week. He's yeah, been we waiting. He, Ross, he's been begging he to get wait. on. He wants dynasty leagues. But uh, All right. Uh, again, thanks, guys. And I will see you guys around. All right, guys. Thanks.